Welcome to the Kinky Cast, a sexually explicit podcast for adults. You are listening to a weekly publication, produced every Friday morning. This is our weekly exploration in the kinky world of BDSM and alternative relationships. Today, we present episode 407, Round Foot on Pervertibles 101, recorded at Frolicon. Don't forget to stop by our webpage for information about this show and others. KinkyCast.com Let's suppose I hand round foot a camera. The camera display that he just gave me. Does each of you give me something you can do with this? If any of you can think of something. Cables. Cables, yeah, you can tie with them. Like clamp on the middle of it? Oh gods, yes, that would be a <laughs> truly vicious nipple clamp. Yes, and that is a wonderful use for a lot of pervertibles. Our masks. Move your mask five centimeters upwards. You've got a blindfold. The batteries. You could use those for electric play, though I wouldn't. I'd actually use them for impact. Uh, the, the microphone itself. Microphones can be so much fun because if you take away someone's sense of, se- of hearing... By, putting, by using the headphones and then mic them and distort their own voice. That creates a headspace that just does not compute. The human mind is supposed to know how, their, how its own voice sounds. And when you distort it, I mean, it causes the effect. There's a reason that most people do not like the sound of their own recorded voice because it doesn't sound like what they're used to. With a microphone and headset, you can cause someone to experience that real time. Any other uses for this? There's actually one other use you could have for the microphone. I think if you, if, you, if you have somebody speaking and you play it back to them out of phase, Just, it's, it's, I think they call it the shut the fuck up effect. Yep, temporal distortion. Like you can't actually, it's hard to talk because you feel like you're talking over. 99% of people cannot continue to speak if they hear their own voice delayed by more than, I believe it's a quarter of a second. That's interesting. And there's just a camera there, you record yourself and then play it back. Or... Mm-hmm. You can also use the pole itself as a really nice beating implement. <laughs> or spreader bar. Yeah, the, especially taken in conjunction with that clamp. It does, which, if you really want to be evil, you can drop on someone's foot. <laughs> and everything's in a circle. As the meme says, everything's a, a dildo if you try hard enough. Page, no. <laughs> <laughs> Though, and I'm thinking of at least one other use. The tray that the batteries are based on can be used in sensation play. Detach the, the tray, blindfold the person, and use the edge of it to get the effect of a knife because it's cold steel. I happen to love the fact that conventions are held in hotels because hotels, hotel rooms have so many wonderful pervertibles. Again, blindfold someone and a thin edge feels like a knife. 
Key cards, anyone? Also, if you enjoy either sacrilegious play and or impact play, the Gideon Order is kind enough to provide a Bible in every hotel room in the United States. <laughs> and if you are staying at a hotel owned by the Marriott system, which by the way, we are, they also provide the Book of Mormon, which being soft cover has a different impact effect. There's literally not a thing in the world that cannot be perverted. For those who noticed, I have a subtitle for the name of this class, How to Get Thrown Out of a Staples. There's a story there. I have been thrown out of a Staples. Uh, okay, that's, a sh that's the short version. You probably want the long one. Um, the, sh the long version is, has anyone here been to Seattle? Have you ever been to the old Center for Sex Positive Culture? It was, a, it was Seattle's primary kink club for 20 years, and it was located directly across the street from a Staples. Well, not directly across, it was across the, an intersection, but anyway. They didn't realize what we were. I came into that Staples one day during their back-to-school sale. School, children's school equipment is really fucking kinky. Anyone here remember those old 12-inch rulers with the metal edge? Yeah, they still sell those. As of six years ago, they were 25 cents each during Staples uh, back-to-school classes, or back-to-school sales. I bought them out. They break quickly. Probably also shouldn't have gotten the whole 250-count uh, binder clip package. The real problem, though, was looking at all the binder clips and laughing maniacally. That's how I got myself thrown out. That was the mistake. Do not laugh maniacally in a Staples back-to-school section. People look askance at you. <laughs> but that being said, it does... The reason I tell the story is that a Staples or a... Home de or a Home Depot, Home Despot as I prefer calling it, or an Office Despot, or an Ikea or a Walmart, every single place in the world that sells anything that can be perverted can be a playground. And that, that touches on things that we think of as traditional kink toys, such as floggers, such as uh, riding crops such as dogging bats. We are so used to paying, how much would you expect to pay for a uh, riding crop at a, at a toy store? Not a children's <laughs> toy store. How perverted are we getting? <laughs> <laughs> and people wonder why Toys R Us went out of business once. <laughs> No, I think more, though you absolutely can find good, <laughs> you absolutely can find good stuff at a Toys R Us, or you can if you go to Canada where they still exist. Legos, anyone? Yeah, you truly want to torture someone, make them kneel on Legos for about 10 minutes. Well, you can do that with rice, too. Rice? Yes. Oh, yeah. Uncooked rice. Uncooked rice. Yeah, if you, if, you make, if you make it cooked, that's a splashing scene, that's a different, you, I mean, you can cook no, it. but it really, like, so I smell 
so have all of these marks are just from like scars from rice. Just kneeling on it for hours. Mm-hmm. But, but not the uh, five minute rice. No. <laughs> no, you, for that. Maybe like jasmine. Long green. Long green, but long, yeah, long green yeah. unshelled brown is the most evil. Mm-hmm. Five minute rice was partially cooked, I guess. Yes, it is. Yeah. So when you kneel on it, it kind of crushes. Mm-hmm. But the re- but to go back to the previous question, how much would someone expect to spend on a riding crop at a sex shop? Seventy-five. Seventy-five. Well, like their quality is not that good usually, so isn't it like twenty dollars? I don't know. I'm from Florida, so the stuff is much cheaper. I can tell you that the the ones that you're paying 100 or 70 or even 24, actually, no, tw- the 20 ones are, as you said, cheap. And yeah, that's usually what's at a sex shop. It's like cheap little ride cars. Like, I would never trust it from a sex shop. I would like trust it from an actual. What? Leather yeah, whereas the ones you're talking about that are trustworthy and will hold up cost about 100 If you buy them at a Western wear shop or a, uh, or a, uh, ta- at a tack shop, yeah, at a feed and tack shop, you're looking, I, mind you, I've lived in Europe for the last two years, so I don't know the prices presently, but when I moved from Portland, and this was in downtown Portland where prices are quite high, I was able to get them at uh, my local tax shop for $6. I wouldn't figure, even with the current inflation, that they're more than about 10 You can also get buggy whips there for like 10 A buggy whip at a, at a uh, sex shop, if, you're, if you can find it, the lowest I've seen it is 200 Because they're specialty equipment that most people don't use. And in our field, that means a massive premium. But a buggy whip in the Western world or in the riding world is still occasionally used and commonly enough that you can find them for, as I said, like 20 bucks. Dogging bats, 15. If you're not familiar with that, that is a leather, that is a piece of leather with a second piece of leather attached to it designed to both inflict pain and sound to the horse that it's hitting, and the, one of them is reinforced with a steel rod inside, trapped between the two pieces of leather, which the leather is about a half a centimeter thick. It sounds like a clapboard when you hit someone with it. It hurts like fuck. And if, you cl- if you've got someone uh, blindfolded and you clap it next to their head, it's a wonderful starting, startling tool. And if you ever get your hands on a clapboard, those are also wonderful for both um, Sound and torture, because if you, if you clap a clapboard on someone's uh, breasts, they will probably try to kill you. If you, if you slap a clapboard closed on someone's testicles, they will probably try to kill you. On the upside, in both cases, they will be in so much pain you'll be able to run. <laughs> you mentioned, both of you mentioned that you pretty much use exclusively pervertibles. What, what do you use? What, what sort of toys do you have in your bag? No, I'm just saying that, that everything, he said everything everything is a pervertible because it has become it's something that has become the use of the king Exactly. Uh, Including the, the heavy bag stand right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the only thing that I know of that isn't a pervertible is what is immediately behind me, and that's re-engineered from something that it originally was not. I like them not 
in the traditional leather sense. And so I'll get all like cables like that, like um, exilar cables, and then I'll braid them really, really tight, and then leave the um, the ends mm -hmm. of the computer cables on them. Yeah, one of the most evil toys I've ever seen was a ca was a Cat Five and Nine cables. Yeah. Windows flying as a flogger. <laughs> Which what? Windows flying. I, this is something okay, I'm so, not familiar with. So Windows flying is the little tiny piece of rubber that you put. Oh in yes. Before, yeah, it makes an evil flogger. You can get some truly cruel things with. Uh, if you ever get, if you have, say, a corset that fails on you, the main busk of a corset removed from it is cruel. Oh my God, it's evil to spank someone with that. <laughs> oh wait, was that out loud? <laughs> Even the chairs you're sitting in, I can think of multiple ways to use these. As an example, take someone who is wearing clothing, place them on the floor under the chair, and slip the chair through the arms of their shirt or top. Sit on it. They're trapped. There is, as I said, literally nothing you cannot use as a tool. Every one of us right now is wearing at least four toys. The mask, as I said, the lanyards, wonderful choking tools, and for that matter, these clips, snapped open and shut on someone's nipples, are fun for the top. <laughs> shoes. Spank someone with their shoes. It's not only wonderful impact because rubber has a nice thud to it, or a nice sting depending on how you use it, but it's also rather humiliating to get beaten with your own shoes. <laughs> Ooh. So unhygienic. <laughs> it is. It. <laughs> Heck, the microphone I'm wearing at this point, um, I can think of three other ways to use that. Though uh, I'm not certain the microphone would survive one of them. <laughs> most people don't want you to beat them with it, or rather, most. Most uh, audio techs would not want you to beat them with a, a portable microphone simply because then they have to repair the damn thing. <laughs> a pair of scissors. I, there are so many ways to use that. Clothes destruction, knife play, insertable if you're real risky. My favorite pervertible toy is one that most people don't even think of. There are a lot of essential oils that can be used. Though do not use essential oils, use food grade. Food grade is meant for, hu for human insertion through the mouth, but you can use it elsewhere. Uh, essential oils generally are too powerful for our purposes, but if you take food grade a single drop of, say, food-grade clove oil directly on the clitoris. <laughs> I take it you've experienced this. <laughs> the very way she's shaking her head, my, my apologies for presuming your pronouns, 
Uh, may I ask your pronouns? She and her. Thank you. But yes, the way she's responding and shaking her head should tell you just what, how evil that is. <laughs> I came up with something that I call Soviet oil, which is designed to be the most cruel oil. Soviet oil. Yes. <laughs> Soviet oil is cinnamon oil, clove oil, and peppermint oil suspended one 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 ratio in uh, a carrier of uh, cottonseed oil. And the reason it's called Soviet oil is clove, cinnamon, cottonseed, peppermint, CCCP. <laughs> it, it's, it's something anyone can make. The four oils are quite easily available and quite affordable. If it's placed on any mucous membrane, uh, nose, cl clitoris, anus, anywhere, if it's placed on any mucous membrane, it ha you'll have the wonderful experience of having that m mucous membrane frozen solid and set on fire simultaneously. <laughs> I see blinking. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. No, 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 no. Uh, capsaicin, you can use, but it is incredibly dangerous. I would not use it in anything short. If you're looking at anything with a Scoville rating over 300,000, it's probably too dangerous to use. Obviously, anyone's risk profile is their own, but. I could not recommend anything over a 50,000 Scova rating just to be on the safe side. And you have to remember where you put it in case you left that place later. Yes. <laughs> most, <laughs> most, e most evil revenge I've ever seen someone accidentally get was someone who had put clove oil on the inside of their partner's uh, vagina, forgot that he did it, and then, and then rode her bareback. <laughs> Mine was some nipple oil that I <laughs> That's called instant karma, sir. <laughs> <laughs> um with putting some uh, food grade dye in these make it easier to keep track of what went Yes it would. And the food grade dye is safe for any part of the body and that can thank you. You just solved the one problem I have always had. The only thing that I had never figured out how to how to pervert was food was uh, food dye, and you just did it. Thank you. You should, you should add some red dye to your Soviet oil. There you go. Oh. <laughs> Sir, I salute you. <laughs> no, wait, Soviet. I salute you. I discovered something today that I had not encountered, which is uh, an oil version of creme de menthe, which I'm looking forward to trying on someone else. <laughs> you were mentioning uh, you can use capsaicin, yes. Um, I would not recommend pure capsaicin crystals because 16 million Scoville directly on any part of the body is just, yeah. <laughs> that's not even safe in the mouth and that's where it's supposed to go. Uh, yeah, it's the, let's see, uh, currently uh, Pepper X is the most powerful, and that's like four times more intense than a Pepper X, so. Oh, wow. There's one, I think the Carolina Reaper was a, a genetically engineered or, or specially bred to be, you just walk by it, and you're like, ah. 
Yep, and Pepper X was bred off of that and is something like three and a half times more intense than the Carolina Reaper. And yes, you can rub that on certain parts of the body. No, you should not. <laughs> or, let me restate that. No, I am not responsible for the consequences if you do it. <laughs> so what turns off the essential oils? Uh, turning off essential oils, if it's a, a heat-based one, you're going to want a dairy product. The best, the best possible option is probably uh, whipped cream because it's aerated, it gets into places. Yes, you can safely in, I realize that people are thinking about, uh, about uh, yeast infections immediately, but one that is unlikely if you're needing to use it on the inside of a human body to counteract a, to counteract a heat-based agent because the odds are any potential yeast infection being activated by it has already been killed by what you put in <laughs> to what it's now countering. And secondly, uh, indeed the sugars in most human food are not actually the right sugars for a body-based yeast to consume. It can happen, I'm not saying it can't. It is a lot less likely than people think. I, myself, my favorite, uh, my favorite kink is sploshing which being by its nature involves a lot of messy substances going in various places and therefore a lot of food substances going in various places and you would think it would be a much higher risk in this field than it is it's not because of the reason that i have mentioned that's also by the way sploshing is how you pervert is the answer to okay but how the fuck am i going to pervert a gallon of milk <laughs> jewelry Jewelry is so much fun. Earrings. If you have a pierced ear earring, is a pressure point activation object. Remove the earring from your ear, take the post, press it hard against, uh, points, against pressure points in the body, watch your victim squirm. Tinsel is also good for that. Yeah. If you, anyone here enjoys electric play, literally anything metallic and conductive is your friend. Uh, within reason, obviously, if it's a hyperconductor, if it's a superconductor like gold or silver, again, play controlled, but a 24 karat gold ring. If, you're, if you've got a body contact point on, trace it across someone's body, it, it's, a super, it's a superconductor. It, it's going to feel more intense than any other method of transferring that electricity that you could find. Does anyone have any questions? I have, I have more to present, but I didn't. Just real quick, I was that I prefer that specific carrier oil? Uh, yes, cottonseed oil, in my experience, does a lot less to dilute the other oils, but it still works as a carrier oil and thus allows for, I mean, to be honest, both all three of the active ingredients in Soviet oil are rather expensive. Not too expensive, they're like $10, $15 per bottle, but the bottles are about this big. Whereas I can, for $5, I can, get a, I can get a full liter of, uh, 
of uh, cottonseed oil, if I use, say, canola or uh, olive or grape or sunflower oil, because of the viscosity of it, it doesn't mix as well with the other oils. It'll, it will suspend them rather than diluting them into the mix. Or it will dilute them in such a way that it will overpower the effects of the other oils and nullify what I'm going for. Um, you can also use water as a suspension for oils. And at that point, I mean, oil and water do not mix, as we know. So you shake it up, and you end up with suspended beads of oil in the water. You pour it on, and they feel nothing, nothing, nothing. The bead hits, and... Yes, do do not, of course, use. Uh, yes, do not use methanol for anything that you're going to insert because potential. <laughs> that is the one thing. I mean, you can pervert it because I mean, it comes in bottles and you can hit people with the bottles, and you can always dump it over someone's head and give them the strange sensation of being soaking wet and then very quickly not because of how, quite, of how quickly it evaporates, but definitely not an insertable of any sort. Have you used like liquid nitrogen? I have, and liquid nitrogen is a wonderful pervertible. For that matter, so is water ice. If you tie someone down, blindfold them, and if you enjoy wax play, Try mixing in wax and ice water. If someone is blindfolded and they know that you're doing wax on them, the water, even though it's ice cold, will register as heat unless they know that it's water. In which, in which case, if you start with the ice water, you can actually drop wax on them and watch them shiver. Because the body is expecting something, it's going to react to what it's expecting not what is actually happening. Which is also why you can use a credit card or a room key as a knife if you've blindfolded someone, especially if you've blindfolded them and presented them with a blade before you blindfolded them. Their mind thinks there's a blade. What any, any sharp edge that I feel will be a knife. And yet, in this case, it isn't. But their brain, since the last thing they saw was the knife, Especially if you talk up how you're using the blade, they're going to think that that little piece of plastic is that little piece of metal. Professionally, I work. I do. I clean materials that have to be cleaned within an inch of their life for uh, clean rooms. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you just. I use ethyl alcohol, 200 proof, as a cleaning solvent, and. It will find every micro scratch, micro cut. Oh, yes, it will. And if you happen to have accidentally the night beforehand and sanding something with some 40 grit paper accidentally. <laughs> yeah, you leave a bunch of little micro cuts that you don't see, they don't bleed, you don't even notice them. Until it's, the moment the so alcohol hurts. don't even trigger them. I and when you do it, you don't even realize it. But take a towel, a little alcohol, and see. And you just mentioned another toy as well there, and that is sandpaper. Uh, that one, I discovered that on accident. <laughs> <laughs> sandpaper 
if you need something like a 40 grit or a more or a uh, finer grit in order to not just tear up what you're sanding but i mean if you're if your subject wants you to tear them up by all means go with a rougher grit but you can use sandpaper to abrade skin in a reasonably safe way and then apply alcohol to cause torture. Um, you can also replace the alcohol with uh, lemon juice. <laughs> lemon juice, lime juice, orange juice, any sort of citrus juice is vile in this situation. As is uh, just a spritz of pure salt water. Salt itself is a wonderful tool to play with because any salt also will find pretty much any cut that it needs to find if you dilute it, if you suspend it in water. Any further questions? I, let me see how I'm doing on time. I sometimes they give me more time than I expected for this class. I normally run it 45 minutes and then ask for questions, but they gave me 19 minutes this year, and I'm not certain how to fill that. Keys. Your own house keys are a wonderful tool. They're sharp, and yet they're jagged. Press a key edge on into the throat, softly, just hard enough that they feel it. Again, blindfolds are your friend. Anything is made more intense with a blindfold. Now, if you're willing to sacrifice something, you're willing to say pay the price for a da for damage to a pillowcase at a hotel room for example there's no a pillowcase can be used as a wonderful little trap arms behind the back pillowcase torn open at the bottom slipped up the arms it becomes very difficult to get out of that um, especially if you tie if you spin the pillowcase once around itself and then slip it up you've basically got a pair of cuffs there you can also do the same with a good, strong mask, like the one that you're wearing, which has, good, which has reinforced loops. That can also be used as a pair of cuffs in the right circumstances. Cross it over itself. I'll demonstrate with my own hair. Or maybe I won't, yes. Cross it over itself like this. Twist it around. Pair of cuffs. You'd need something a bit tighter, like the one that, he, that this gentleman is wearing for it to really work, but especially if you present a more restrictive sub-object, ow, a more restric restrictive object, the human mind is the most pervertible toy there is. It is the most suggestible thing we have. I mean, obviously, it's where your suggestions go. It is the most manipulatable, that's a word, right? Manipulatable and malleable Thing in the world, people think they know their world. People think they know everything about their world. When you start presenting things in their world that they, in a manner they don't expect them to be, they'll start questioning things. Once they're questioning their reality, that's when you can use things in ways you never expected. You can go to Home Depot and get one of the best play toys there is for free. What? The paintster. The paintster. Especially, and if you want it to be truly evil, you go there, you pay $1.75, you get a paintster, and the spray-on plastic 
truck bed liner. Spray it all over the, the uh, stick. It now will be much more rigid once that dries. It'll hit harder, it'll have a rough, rougher, more abrasive surface, and it sh provided that you don't play at levels of, okay, I'm going to smash, I'm going to attempt to break a cricket bat, it should last you for rather a long time. I mentioned in my title, getting thrown out of a staples. You want to scare someone? Stapler. Not a loaded one, unless you want to play to that level. Though if you do, definitely make certain that you, uh, that you disinfect all the staples in the chain that you're going to use before you start stapling someone with them. Just use a medical stapler. Yep. Preferably use a medical stapler, yes. But an unloaded stapler, if you present it to them loaded, and then blindfold them, then unload it, and start stapling on their body, they might think that those are real staples. Does anyone here have an idea for a toy that, or any toy that they've used that I have not mentioned and that have not been mentioned before? Oh yes. Um, it has it has a nice little edge that if you use that and she's not looking, she's thought it was a knife before. It's a nice little slappy impact tool as well. Uh, also got a couple of cake testers, like the metal ones, and uh, like a one of those little like eagle claw looking uh, back scratcher things. If you like uh, cooking implement toys, there's two I would suggest for you. One is. You're going to have to look online to find it, and it's not that expensive, but it is obscure because it is specific to Norwegian cooking. It is called a lefse turning stick, L-F-S-E-A, or no, L-E-F-S-A, rather. Um, it is, it's a thin, it is a thin spatula, about, a, about uh, two centimeters wide, a uh, half centimeter tall, and it's and it is curved on one side, flat on the other. It's designed for turning over a specific type of pancake, similar to a crepe. It is absolutely vicious as a slapping tool, and as a stabbing tool. And the back end of it makes a great impact point tool because the back end is a basically just a solid block of wood. Another one that I would recommend, depending on how heavy a player you are, meat tenderizer. A metal meat tenderizer can, especially the ones that have the uh, spiked side and the flat side, they can, they can draw massive welts. Or if, strangely, you'd think that the spiked side would be the more evil one, it is not. The edges on the flat side, if you don't hit a absolutely perfect flat strike, just at half a degree off of perfectly flat, the edge on the flat side is going to cut. It's going to cut beautifully. It's going to cut evilly. I wish my wife had managed to make it. She has a scar from one that is absolutely stunning. But yes. Uh, Another one that I've found is fun and 
a lot of people don't realize how useful it can be, is a pizza cutter. Because now you've got a knife that you never have to pull off the skin because it just keeps rolling. If you truly want to watch someone squirm, start a knife at the bottom of their foot, roll it all the way up the side of their body, all the way out across the arms, all the way up to the neck, across and back down, a single cut. With any metal object, metal conducts heat. Metal also conducts cold. A lot of, a lot of us have played with chains before. Have you ever put a chain in the freezer? and then into a person. Wrap it in a condom before you do this because cold metal on skin, if anyone's ever frozen their tongue to a flagpole, you see the problem. But if you wrap it in a condom first, and then it makes a wonderfully vicious ice cold insertable that will stay cold for quite a while. You can also dip it in ice water to re-chill it. For that matter, ice. I mean, most of us have probably played with running ice along someone's body or inserting it. It can be a lot of fun to have someone take a piece of ice about this big internally and make them stand there in stone silence as it melts, watching them try to stay, to keep from moving or squirming or screaming. But again, metal also conducts heat. Take a warm chain, take really warm water, dip the chain in it. You no longer have to worry about the condom because you're not dealing with ice cold metal. Insert that and it's an entirely different experience. Even placing a cold chain on a person is a sensation experience that it's, I wouldn't say it's second to none, but it's certainly unlike anything else you've ever experienced. For that matter, sensation play is a wonderful way to use so many different toys. Feathers. Fe a peacock feather. A single peacock feather can be... You ever been tickled on the bottom of, feet, of your feet with a peacock feather? I'm, okay, for you it might be a different experience because you are not ticklish, but the vast majority of people are. And for that matter, another one that is fun because a vast majority of people will respond to it is finely ground black pepper. Blow it into someone's face, watch them sneeze. <laughs> it, losing, that, losing control of a basic function of the human body, like sneezing, can cause people to go into a mental state that they of even greater submission or humiliation because it's a basic function of the human body that they've lost control over. It throws people off. You can also, there's a kink that was popular for a while in the mid-aughts that has kind of faded out that people have forgotten about. Is anyone here familiar with cell popping? Would you mind explaining it? Um, I'm familiar with it. I don't do it, but I, I know, Cell popping involves taking a superheated needle, a sewing needle, just standard small sewing needle, uh, first dipped in alcohol to disinfect it, and then heated again to disinfect again, and then heated to a near white hot level. You then touch the skin and pull away. It's called cell popping because it causes 
a micro welt that looks like you popped a single cell of the body. That's not actually what you've done. You've caused a micro burn, but it. The sense. Uh, yeah, they can be. It depends on how long you keep the needle in contact oh, okay. with the body. Um, you're not wanting to hold it too long because a quick touch will give you a, a nice first degree burn with a very little bit of blistering, which is the point of this. So holding it too long, you can go second or even third degree. And I mean, you could in theory hold it long enough to cause fourth degree, but I wouldn't. Charring bone is generally bad. I mean, I, your kink is not my kink, and in this case, your kink should probably result in a trip to the hospital. But, <laughs> yeah, there is a line, um, fourth degree burns cross it. Uh, but, yeah, you can do cell popping with any metal, but the finer the point, the better. That's why sewing needles are the best for it. Um, though sewing pins can work as well. Yes, they do. That's another, <laughs> there's another case of something that we use that was well outside of the field of where it was originally intended to be, uh, sounding rods, insertable metal sticks for the urethra. Um, wonderful sensation. Also, you can heat or chill a sounding rod much as you can a chain. Though I would not go with the chilled sounding rod because you can't slip it over, you can't easily find it. It's, or rather, I don't know of a place you can easily find a uh, condom designed for a uh, half centimeter thick penis. <laughs> but if you can find them, use them. But otherwise, I would recommend not necessarily chilling a sounding rod, but also. Uh, That would work. I had not thought of that. That absolutely works. You're using the conductive properties of metal. Yeah. That's beautiful. I think the heat of the body would overrun the, the urine that yeah. from that would almost too much. Yeah, well, as long as you keep the ice on the other end of it. Have you tried? It depends on if it's solid or hollow. Yeah, it, would, it would depend on whether you're using a solid or hollow uh, sounding rod. Also, just as an aside, I used to live in Seattle. Being kinky made, made living near the home field of the local Major League Soccer team a very disturbing experience. For those not familiar, they are the Seattle Sounders. <laughs> you cannot be kinky and a fan of the Seattle Major League Soccer team. Seriously, I just, I don't think it can be done. <laughs> so, other things that you can use needles for, of course, needle play, though, uh, again, I would never do needle play uh, without having a much more advanced class in it than I am capable of teaching. Um, sewing needles are generally not used in needle play, though they can be. They are capable of being uh, disinfected to the same extent of, as a, uh, as a, Porcupine quills, yes. Again, anything that is not anything that you intend to break skin with, 
remember to disinfect and bear in mind that a lot of things, the only way that you can disinfect them is either with an autoclave or with or, or with an ultraviolet uh, light chamber, and you can use that on a porcupine quill. And the other reason that I would recommend not using porcupine quills is that most people don't realize this, porcupine carry salmonella. Well, I was going to say, you Yes. Um, another wonderful, going into the biological field, another source of fun material that a lot of people don't consider, though a lot of people do, are uh, stinging nettles, poison oak, poison ivy, and poison sumac. I've heard of nettles. Nettle play, getting parts of your body hit with nettles can be a tormenting experience, or so I've heard. I am one of those very few people born without an allergy to any of the four uh, toxic plants. Stinging nettles, poison ivy, poison oak, and poison sumac, to me, it's like holding paper. But for most people, I would recommend wear gloves if you plan to use any of these as a toy. If you want to drive someone crazy, you can tie poison nettles together into a makeshift uh, switch and then switch sensitive parts of the body with it. Switching someone's clit with, or penis with poison nettles, or with stinging nettles. You did that in your own home. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to do that publicly. No. Because you got poison ivy Yeah, that, the, the, this one you do not want to play in a dungeon with because... <laughs> Because the oils that are present on them, which is what irritates the skin, will get everywhere. And you do not want to be the reason that the next person who gets on that cross is covered in stinking nettles. You want to be the reason that the person that you put on the cross is covered in stinking nettles, which means you want your own cross. <laughs> oh, um, I guess I just thought I'd throw this up to, to you and the audience that I've been kind of trying to figure this situation out for a while with the purple. Um, I'm really into fisting and fucking machines and all that fun stuff, but I live in a very, very small apartment. I've been trying to figure out a chair situation that would work for using that. And it has to have be tall enough that somebody can get, you know, in there. And um, so the front part has to be open, obviously. You can't just feel like removing the cushion, you know, from the chair and... Then, what, I, what I would recommend is, how good are you at building your own... I'm not. Okay. <laughs> Which is part of the problem. You might have to get a welder front and, to, like, make you a chair. I was thinking, because old antique birthing chairs... Yeah. Yep. Like, it almost looks like, like, an old, like an open front toilet seat has almost been kind of where my brain has been going. What? It, but, again... Why couldn't you use a bar stool? I know you said you don't see the point of like taking off the top but like put using a bar stool that has like a back to it because that's tall enough right it's it's about the, 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 the perimeter 
if you like to remove the cushion, the mm -hmm. perimeter of it, it still it needs to have an open front right mm -hmm. here. I suggested, I thought like um, using like a uh, medical assistive like lifted uh, over the potty thing? What I would recommend is there is a piece of medical equipment that most people who are not in my specific experience are unfamiliar with. There is a kind of chair designed for designed for use in a bathtub that is specifically designed to hold a bedpan underneath the hole of the chair. The bedpan is removable. I would recommend picking up one of those. It is a, you're going to look for a uh, medical bed, a medical waterproof bedpan chair. Remove the bedpan and that should be what you're looking for. And you mean just like a bedside mode, which is essentially... Yeah. Okay. Uh, but, but one of the ones that's specifically designed for use in the shower. Yep. <laughs> Yes, absolutely, absolutely clean that. I have but you can space get for a dining table that is coming in. <laughs> I have a, a, a piece of furniture that we purchased years ago, so I don't even know where you would get it now. We politely call it the um, oral pleasure chair. It actually, you sit back, you put your legs up in the stirrups, your whole frontal is exposed. It's extremely comfortable to sit in, even people as large as John can sit in it without a problem because it's very stable. Um, and it breaks down so short. I have a picture on my FetLife page that I can show you, but I don't know where you can acquire it. Um, what, what you're describing sounds like a midwife's chair. It could be. I don't know. I got it from a fellow BDSMer. Um, I know that if it is a midwife's chair, you can probably find it at most uh, used medical equipment stores, to be honest. Well, that also sounds like certain, um, it's not a massage table. It is like a massage chair where they can like fold it up and put it in different positions and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Those are really expensive. They can be. They're, yeah, they're, that is not going to be cheap, but it does exist. Pervertibles tend to be cheap, but not always. I mean, you can, a, con, a convertible is also a pervertible, but you're not going to get a cheap car. I um, picked up a exercise machine called a Gallop. And it is specifically used to get people who ride horses to exercise. Oh yes, I'm familiar with this thing. So what's this called? It's called a gallop, like a horse galloping. And my plan is, I have a friend that does leather work, is to get him to come over and change the seat into a strap-on harness. And that way, any anybody who comes to use the gallop, we'll say, um, can bring their own insertable toys and change them in and out, like you would any strap. Oh, so would they have to do their own exercise to get off? Like, how does that um, work? So, <laughs> that I've got to play around with the <laughs> It's like, I have to do this exercise. <laughs> well, I would love... It's an electric. It's an electric oh, it's electric, okay. That but moves like a horse. It, oh, okay. It's it's basically a low grade mechanical bull. Yeah. 
speaking of which, I would love to make a pervertible thing. I would love to get my hands on a mechanical bull and find some way to merge a mechanical bull and a Sibian. But basically, this is kind of because I added a Hitachi to it, and it was like kind of a conversion between a mechanical bull, a fucking machine, and a Sibian. You, you sir, are a genius, and I. <laughs> And I got it for $50. So, so the, the, cheapest gallop, the cheapest gallop you can get is around 400 so. I find your ideas interesting and would like to subscribe to your newsletter. <laughs> <laughs> the what? So if you have a masochistic look uh -huh. and you use a slingshot to shoot gummy bears at them, use the eye protection, please. Yes. It can, becomes all kinds of games. You can have shooting galleries, and you can just sit there and relax while they're doing all the running around. I'm big on lazy dog toys. Oh, medical grade, medical uh, rubber tubing. If it's wonderful for tying into a flogger, it's wonderful for using just snapping it straight away. It's great for building slingshots out of. It's great for tying people up. It's great for choking people out. It's... There's pretty much no use you can't put medical tubing to. Um, you can... Hell, you can use it as a sensation tool. Because stretch it out, place it on someone, and then let it contract. And it will catch every micro hair on their body and pull. What was that? I said knife and evil. I like the, um, and you may have already said this, and I apologize that I came in late. Oh, no, no. But the, um, and I apologize also that nouns kind of escape me from time to time. That, that's fine. I, 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 can, I can mine your sentence for a noun. So when you go to Dom Depot, those ties that are, they're actually, they're covered, but they're flexible, so you can tie them on all kinds of configurations. I do not. I don't know. I don't know. I don't I Another wonderful toy that you can get in there or at Walmart or at any place with a home and garden center. Tomato steaks. Yes. Tomato steaks have all of that nice little edging on it. And they are, they'll hold up to a lot of impact and they're really, truly vicious. You can, oh, go ahead, go ahead. One thing, I mean, I went to a, thrift store one day and found a, um, a a metal whisk. I basically cut the ends, bent them into a, basically uh, a series of claws. And basically you can use those, I mean, whether you uh, put something on the tips, I, mean, I usually put like beads or some other thing on the tips, and you can run them across someone's back or across someone's soul, the, the, the soles of their feet. I was going to say, uh, reaching into the metaphysical plane could be a bit difficult, but... <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I,
Yeah, well, they, either way, they, uh, they do experience something in their soul. <laughs> <laughs> yes, experiencing pleasure deep in your soul. Oh, speaking of massaging, there, if you can find it, they can be somewhat difficult to find, but there is a, there is a mat that is designed for acupressure on the foot. They are covered in discs about a centimeter and a half wide that are spiked plastic discs. About, I believe it's 40 by 60 of them. Make someone do jumping jacks barefoot on those. And Amazon sells those discs so that you can actually sew those to a piece of cloth if you like. Oh, I was unaware of that. That sounds okay. wonderful. So you can do things with it that way. That means that I could sew the, or I could probably adhere them to a uh, wand vibra. Oh, wait, was that out loud? <laughs> Are you talking about the small plastic discs? Mm -hmm. um, I have a play partner who puts those on paddles and they, it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks, she says, smiling. <laughs> yes? So um, one of our favorite tools is if you go to the dollar store, oh, yeah. um, they have little plastic princess wands in the shape of a star that make the most beautiful little star patterns. We, it was Ooh. an accidental discovery. Yeah. It was a like, kinky hidden. birthday party, and I was, me and like two other, were the only two littles there. I bought some like crown wand things just for us to play with, and they actually hold up pretty they hold up really well. well. We have, we have broken, a couple, but it's a dollar, and it's Halloween right now, so we can. I was going to say, if you're a little, any, like, Barbie head oh, we on got top of oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that hurts, too. Are you doing a Barbie dream dungeon right now? But it's also Halloween plans to drill holes in Barbie crotches and mouths. And <laughs> so it's the Barbie scream house, got it. <laughs> are, are you going to the flogger class? Should I go to the vlogger? Mm -hmm. Because I have a Barbie and Ken vlogger that's going to show up at the. We did recently find. Um, what? Actually, you're playing with something that can be fun as a oh, as a pervertible. Yeah. You gotta be careful with those things because sometimes they're there's metal. There's metal that can. Yeah. yeah. But I have seen some. I have one actually that's designed, not this one, but um, it's got like um, it's meant for like sensory needs. It's got like uh, it's meant to be chewed on and has like the bumps and the ridges and the uh, uh, yeah there's no metal in it and, the and it can go in your dishwasher yeah it depends on if the the metal like the ones that came out in the 90s that were all those, have, those were very dangerous oh yeah those uh, were the more modern ones are not it was basically tape measures from a tape yeah. measure factory that were cut into foot pieces and just fabric around and, yeah. then they, were, and they were dangerous they were dangerous yeah the pet stores are really great. Um, my husband actually oh, yeah. one of those squeaky buns that's got all the little spikes on it, and you put a handle on it so that you can, when you hit people, it goes. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm so doing that. Because I'm only a sadist. O
one. Hit by one of those Kong bones, that is painful. I have one. I one of my friends made a. They took a Kong, the the full large sized uh, three tiered one designed for really large dogs. They put a handle on it, wrapped the handle in inner tube, and turned it into both an insertable and a beat stick. It is, a Kong as an insertable is vicious. <laughs> Your eyes are the size of small planets right now. So there's a, a lot of things that I normally won't say that I have done because people should have done that. The floor is yours, sir. <laughs> but one of them is, and they last pretty well, but a little goes a long way, and they're great for littles, is, uh, you know, you can always get the, the bubbles with the wand inside of them. Mm -hmm. The giant bubble wand that's kind of flexible, it hurts like something. Uh-huh. Yeah, it does. <laughs> a little does a long way on it. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, it depends on how hard you hit them and how far they go. You, you said a little goes a long way. <laughs> so it has like a long tube, and then it has the stretchy bubble wand that's, that squeezes down into yeah. the tube, and then you're supposed to spread it back out and make the giant bubbles. Yeah, it hurts. Oh, yeah. Do you use just the inside part, or you use the whole? You know, when you pull the, the okay, so just the end of yeah, the No, it's not. <laughs> oh, another, I, w I opened with talking about a cricket bat. If you want, there, another wonderful, stinging, massively cruel to toy that also terrifies someone when they see you bring it out is a restaurant-sized pizza paddle. Yes. Yeah. Oh. I'm sorry, guys. I am unfamiliar with these, but that probably Wait. because I'm not from an area of the. You're not from an area where you're making apple butter. I've never heard of apple butter, so. <laughs> but when you go into the, the, when you go into keeping or whatever, like I do a lot, you can get these nice, they're wooden, and they're small paddle about like that, about that long. They have a nice long handle on them. Ah, so like a milk, like a milk churn paddle. If, if you're able to find a milk churn paddle, uh, they're a lot of fun as well. Because, I mean. And don't forget oars. Oh, yes, absolutely. Oars are, that's another place that you can get thrown out of wonderfully is a, is a boating supply store. Yes. On topic of food. 
service ones. Another great one is a uh, food service boil pot paddle. Think of about a four foot long steel bar with about a uh, six inch by two foot paddle made of stainless steel. Ooh. So it's big, intimidating, and just mm. If you like noise, I put two wooden spoons, talking about kitchen stuff, put them together like this. Back to back. Wrap a little blood around the bottom, give them tiny bit of space. Now they're like the same spoons on somebody's body. <laughs> and they also have great impact. Um, a a couple of rubber bands and a couple of uh, metal chopsticks. Perfect. Rubber bands themselves. Oh, yes. If it, does anyone have a hair tie or rubber band I can use? I don't want to pull my own out. Oh, that'll work. Thank you. These are a lot of fun when you snap them on someone, but they're even more fun if you pull them open, grab the bottom, and snapped like that. Or if you staple them to somebody and then even... <laughs> <laughs> I like you! <laughs> okay, I was at an event dressed as a clown. Uh oh. Okay, okay, that's evil in and of itself. <laughs> it is. You my and I dressed my bottom as a clown. Okay. And then I put, before dressing her, I put rubber bands all over her body. <laughs> <laughs> I have to admit, I lost because she started having orgasms with me. started helping her have orgasms. And so technically, I lost the game, which was the rubber bands were supposed to stop her from having orgasms. But is it really losing? <laughs> now, everybody wins. So, so after, after the scene was over, and she is in, she's off the, the, the table, I have other people cleaning the table up. And I, and because this was at a very, this was at a uh, another event in a very large dungeon, and I was freaking everybody out with those. Every time she had an orgasm, she had to yell "cupcake." <laughs> but anyway, she's in a, she's in a fetal position on the floor. Her boyfriend is there, and you know we're we're kind of in the calm down phase. And I looked at her boyfriend. I said, "Have you ever seen abject terror?" And he's like. No, and I reached out and grabbed one of the rubber bands and I pulled it up about four feet. Oh, God! And she tried to go through the floor <laughs> to get away from it. And then I just set the rubber up. The scene's over. I just set the rubber band back down. And he said, that's amazing. I'm going to try it. <laughs> it did not work out well for him. <laughs> she didn't move, but she looked at him in a way that said, you're going to sleep tonight, right? <laughs> I was gonna say um, sandbags. Like if you get, if you make like, you know how bean bags, but you sand instead. Mm-hmm. Or uh, or uh, fishing weight uh, bags. Mm-hmm. Those are fun. Um, yeah, especially if you throw them hard against someone. Yep. Yes. Um, just basic twine, normal. Normal uh, loop of twine plus a series of binder clips. 
You, you set the binder clips all along the body as a zipper, run the, run the twine through the conveniently located outer loops, tie, wait for like five minutes for their body to get used to the binder clips, and pull. <laughs> I see someone shaking their head. <laughs> A marble rolling pin is a wonderful thing. You do not use it as an impact toy no, above the neck, though. An but <laughs> it, it is great for a massage toy. Oh, yeah. And you can, it, it's already cool, but if you take and wrap it in a heating pad and let it set for 15 minutes before you use it, you have a kind of a combination between a, a massage toy that is, and, and then put your massage oil on it and start using it. So it's a combination of a massage toy and a hot stone massage. Mm -hmm. Have you ever experienced a hot stone massage? Which it's, it's pretty amazing. Um, I got a lot of action on that. And, and rolling pins that aren't this way, that they're the long ones, young, like you, know, you French know what I'm talking French about, French ones, they are great because they, they make a nice massage Mm-hmm. Does anyone here, who here plays uh, tabletop role-playing games? Two words, D4. <laughs> D4s as it's a, a D &D thing. yes, it's a it's a four it's a four sided die. They're pyramid they're pyramidal, and they are wonderful for making people kneel on. They're worse than Legos and worse than rice. Uh, then you clearly have not stepped on a D4. Yes. Rice. Aren't those dice really big? Like, so it can only no. no, they're about this big. But like, you have to get a lot for somebody. To, like, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. You can buy a. And you get. And to be honest, a D four. Um, yeah, you can get a D four for like ten, twenty cents. Um, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Throw like. 30 or 40 D4s on the floor and make someone do jumping jacks on them? Have them roll a D20 first, Sammy, jumping jacks. Oh, that's perfect. <laughs> or, or have them roll one D4 to see how, many, see how many hours they have to kneel on them. For, I, I'm not making someone kneel on something for 100 hours. Um, I'm cruel, I'm not evil. I'm evil, I'm not that evil. I'm only a sadist when it's funny. I mean, before I actually uh, uh, do this last one and leave, um, if anybody wants, I'm Rev, by the way, R E V, if you want to find, this is like literally my kind of evil. Nobody would know that my sex toy box is a sex toy box if there wasn't dildos in it. So yep, that's me. And so, like, I love masterminds, and that's. Creativity. So, if you want to find me on Pet Life, please add me. We can talk about this stuff. Um, but the, I don't know if you guys talked about this before. I would like to here. But um, pulled pork shredders. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, we hadn't talked about them, but oh my God, yes. Thank you. So, um. If anyone's familiar with a snare drum brush, oh, yes. yeah. 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 
Uh-huh. <laughs> Snare drum brushes are fun. For that matter, so are drumsticks, because literally playing someone like a drum. You will be. <laughs> so I just got the warning that we are at 10 minutes out. If anyone has any further questions, please feel free to ask me or each other. So, uh, also, I am round foot on FET, spelled exactly as you see here, but as back, exactly as the front row sees here, <laughs> because good luck seeing it from the macro. One word, just round foot, think I have round feet. Um, go ahead and add me on uh, FET Life. I'm glad to stay in contact with any of you. If no one has any further questions, I don't see a problem with ending this like eight minutes early. Yes, please. This is a gal and a guy riding it. Ooh. So you imagine a yeah. So if anyone wants to see if anyone wants to see the gallop that he was talking about, he has a video of it. It's a really weird, I can't believe that's an exercise. It's super weird. Please, please. Can I ask a Yes, of course. So, what is your best method for, so I recently, oh, I do squashing, love it. Me and my friend do, we do it for our birthdays, like cupcakes and situations and it's like. We need to, we need to talk. So like. Cake we absolutely need to talk. Clean up. If if you can, if you can find one, um. Look for look online for historical. It's a piece of historical reenactment equipment. You're going to want the kind of oil scraper that was used in uh, Greek and Roman baths. That's like what we started doing for cleanup. Um, we're taking a spatula, and and it was we were like we're on the right track here. But yeah, the they're designed for to fit the curves and contours of the body to to scrape off. They cost like uh, $25 in my experience. I have one actually for uh, medieval reenactment, or rather for uh, uh, Roman reenactment. But um, if the other trick is the vast majority of splashing material, uh, uh, chocolate syrup, ma maple syrup, uh, cake batter, etc. The vast majority of it, you can actually clean up just by hypersaturating it with water. Yeah, and we have, we, it's been a lot of trial and error, like, chocolate syrup, great. Strawberry, get, if it gets in your eye, it's real, real Strawberry will burn in the eye because of so much. Uh, I've had to pause the scene for someone to come pick us. 
No, no, because you had a toothbrush getting sprinkles out of jets and it was yeah. that, so. Just ask the dishwasher some of those to the bathtub. Kitty pool. Kitty pool. That's what I have. I have a kitty pool on my balcony right now. Yeah, kitty pool is a good option. Um, also, the tradition, the tried and true method of uh, of painter's plastic on the ground that you can then just throw away. Uh, painter's plastic on the ground that you can then just throw away is also good. We use a tarp. Um, um, and that's better cleanup. We're just trying to, because then we also like do a lot of like, I don't want to say wrestling, but like rolling around. Oh like, yeah. We're tired after. Mm -hmm. um, and then when we use things, we find like with sprinkles or like with certain things, our knees, because it's almost like you're kneeling on it. And stuff. Yep, and that's another one actually. Sprinkles are a wonderful substitute for rice for kneeling. Even better are uh, non are non-pare. Yeah, the, uh, um, we actually did, like, we first did a layer of icing, and then, like, Rev, I was like, sprinkle daddy, and just threw them, and they all stick. But then once you're, like, rolling around and stuff. They're going to drive in, yeah. They're going to drive in, and anything with, like, dyes are always an issue, because then we're, like. Uh, for cleaning dyes off of the skin, my recommendation is uh, cold cream. Yeah. Like Noxema. Yeah. Yep. <sighs> yeah, I'm a I'm a stage actor. We use it to clean stage makeup off all the time. It'll take just about everything. Um, anybody does wax plastic? Fireball. Yep. Yep. Noxema, I need Brad's taking the notes for me. So. Noxema, what was the medieval? Uh, you'll want a oil scraper. Yeah, a Roman or Greek oil scraper. You'll find them online, generally made of copper, for like uh, twenty to thirty dollars. That, that I think would help the situation. And so, anyone who's not familiar with splashing, it is. The it is specifically the use of messy food or messy substances that do not come from the human body in uh, play. And that, of course, opens a whole other field of pervertibles because, well, there's any messy food that you might want to play, might want to consider. Also, I mean, a can of cream of mushroom soup becomes a, becomes a pervertible at that point. It's a, I've found the what's splashing, it's like, you, sometimes we don't think about things until like we're in it, but like mixing sweet and savory is not always great if you're going to... If you're going to end up eating like, it. Like I, one time, uh, I had a partner where we went to cookout and got milkshakes and trays and stuff, and it turned into like, like splashing with the milkshakes, but then like we had ketchup on the titties, like dipping chicken tenders, and then the mix between the ice cream and the ketchup and stuff was not great. Yeah, ketchup and chocolate don't generally Same go together. Same thing, I splashing, but I didn't know it was called splashing, but it was like a made-up, I like to make up weird games, and I was like, let's just go in the kitchen, because we have this big, uh, it's like a 
a huge urine whatever like bed or whatever so it's like it'll be it's okay we just we're like okay we'll put all this food in it and my partner decided to make spaghetti and threw it in there we were just like wrestling in it oh but yeah we were like eating like all of this weird ice cream and like stuff with it and i guess is that squash that is very much oh, you yeah. just hit on it perfectly okay, so I I just turned into a squash because i i heard and I was asking for better cleanup. Remember, you were taking the, the uh, spatula. Uh, go ahead. Anyone, anyone who wants to talk more about this, anyone who wants to talk more about this, tell them next year that to please approve the splashing class that I tried to get approved this year and they refused. Why? Oh, they refused absolutely. They were worried it was too messy. Yes. Let's see. I'm over here actively asking about better cleanup options. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, they, they said they said that's not enough for squashing, and I'm like. Well, we, I mean, we could just expand it. We just did a whole squashing scene in her friend's living room the other right. day. Right, but you're talking about people in a house, so squashing at events goes up. Also, not if it's done right. If you know what you're doing, it doesn't. Right, but you're talking about grabbing people that you don't know who they are. No, I'm talking about teaching it as a class. Oh, well, that's... It was, it was, it was as an event at a hotel. Oh, yeah, as an, as an event, yeah, it would cause a lot of damage. But, but if you start with the Dexter room... Yeah, that's something. Yeah, exactly. We can have ways around. Yes. Generally, generally, it will happen at any given con once, and then someone will screw it up. Okay. Yeah. Well, before the Dexter so was was implemented at debauchery, um, it happened at debauchery and it got out of hand. You'd get them a lot. You'd get classes on it frequently in Seattle because one of the one of the education places had a multiple person uh, shower half the size of this room, and you could hold the whole class in there. And I mean, it's a giant wet room. You can clean it up. But so everyone, thank you so much for coming. I hope that this was helpful and entertaining. Thank you. Oh, thank you. You have been listening to the Kinky Cast. For more information about this show, go to kinkycast.com. Views expressed are not representative of the management of the Kinky Cast, and we welcome guests with opposing viewpoints. The Kinky Cast is a production of Rooster in the Round. On behalf of all our kinky crew, I'm Max.